Welcome to Inside the Duke. My name is Tara Flynn and I am with Jessica Park, the owner of Country Chic Le Duke here on Main Street. Um, I just get, tell us a little bit about your store. So we are um, all local handmade vendors. Uh, we have so many different products. We have mugs, we have candles, we have bath bombs, we even have adult only bath bombs. We have hats, we have mittens, you name it, we probably have it in store. And we have over 50 local vendors. Um, most of my vendors are from Alberta. I do have a few from my hometown in Ontario and then a couple from Saskatchewan as well. So explain to me what an adult bath bomb is. <laughs> How vulgar can I be? <laughs> well, you know, sure. <laughs> well, I should have brought some with me. We do have um, bath bombs. So one is a set of boobs that are like huge that you can probably break up into four different baths. We have big dicks <laughs> that have been selling like crazy. And we just got a new product in yesterday. It's soap, but it has a suction cup so you can suction it to your sink and then, oh, do, do your job to get your handle soapy. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who's having a stag at, just make sure you hit up your store. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lots of people get them for gay gifts too. I know my i got my little cousin um the boob bath bombs yeah so he gets to open it in front of my like kind of conservative family on christmas and i'm not going to be there so <laughs> i know he won't watch this so he he won't know <laughs> that's so awesome yeah. well, that, that's an unexpected surprise i do have to say though i was in there and i, I got a lot of stocking stuffers and some presents for myself yeah. for christmas this year that's awesome mm -hmm. so what made you decide to do a store like this well, it was actually my husband's idea. Um, we have a location in Fort Saskatchewan. So when I actually sell my candles and wax melts there, and my husband's friend was looking to apply to be a vendor in that location. And so he had told her to go onto their website. She was having a little bit of troubles. So he went on to look and he found a part that says franchise out or something like that. So he kind of mentioned it to me as a joke. And I was like, oh, haha. -ha. And then we like kind of started talking about it. We're like, you know what? Let's talk to Carla because me and Carla have a really good relationship now. And so we talked to her about it one night and she was all for it. So we did some more talking and some research and we just decided to go for it. I was ending my maternity leave and I figured it was the best time to do it. That's awesome. So how do you pick your vendors? Um, at the time I was going to markets, the ones that were still going on in the summer um, I do have a few from our Fort Saskatchewan location that I stole and brought over. And then other than that, it's people just either message me or they just come into the store and talk to me. And as long as I don't have a product like there's already in the store, I will most likely bring it in because I don't want the same product. I don't want competition between my vendors. Absolutely. That makes sense. So mm -hmm. Fort Saskatchewan and Leduc, why'd you pick Leduc for your second location? That's where just my husband and I live. We were living in the city when I first moved out here and I grew up in a small town. So I needed a big yard because I knew I wanted kids. So that's why I moved out to Leduc because it was also cheaper too. <laughs> so, right. And we we're still close enough to the city that if we need to go to the city, it's just down the highway. Yeah. So then how come in Forest Saskatchewan first then? I don't know. That's where she is from. Okay. Um, or that's where she lives. So I don't know fully how she all started up. Um, she makes great signs. 
So she just had a little workshop and then met some people, brought them in, and then she just decided to open up a full-on store. Oh, that's awesome. So what is the vision for your business? The vision is, I think, we just want to help all the local makers, especially with COVID going on. And there's all our markets got canceled. So lots of vendors had stuff prepared for markets and now they can't sell them, which we want to support local and we want to support, you know, small families and, you know, everybody else. We don't want to try not to support the big box stores because it's the local people that are going to actually do the things for you and support you when you need the help next. No, I, I completely agree with that statement. That is why I'm doing this because it's your neighbor. It's your, you know, confidant. It's the person you're going to meet at the restaurant. Like this is, yeah, Yeah. I can fully understand that. So have you always wanted to start your own business? I kind of have actually, but I always seen myself doing um, like a convenience store. I worked at a convenience store um, back in my hometown in Ontario and I loved it. It was my favorite job. Other than working um, with hockey, being at the convenience store was my favorite job. I would have regulars that would come in just because they seen my car in the parking lot. And I lived close to the store, so in the summer I would walk. And lots of my regulars wouldn't even stop because they wouldn't see my car. And so I had always had to drive. So the regulars knew I was working that day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You, you wouldn't yeah. think you'd get that at a convenience store, but welcome to small town living, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come in for a Slurpee when they see your car. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's awesome. So obviously then if you weren't doing anything else, it would be a convenience store owner, hey? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, I loved it. No, it's... Um, that's fantastic. You got to know yeah. yourself, right? So yeah. what, what better way than to sell local items than, uh, than selling someone else's, right? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> so what's the moment you decided to start your storefront? You mentioned it was that conversation and you just wanted to branch out or? Yeah, we had just talked about it and we were like, you know what, let's do it. Let's not overthink it. Let's just do it. Because my husband said, if we overthink it too much, I'm not going to want to do it. And then we're going to kick ourselves in the butt maybe a few years down the road that we didn't do it. That's quite the support system that he has then. Hey, yeah, he's, he's my number one supporter for sure. That's awesome. Does he come and work in the store too? He does actually. He told me at the start, he really didn't want to because he still has his full-time job in uh, West Edmonton. So I said, yeah, no, that's fine. I totally get it. Like he's up at like five 30 in the morning to get to go to work. So, you know, he has a long day and I don't expect him to come and help, but the odd time he'll come up and he'll surprise me after work. And he's like, okay, just go home. Like I'll finish out the day. And so he does help me quite a bit. And he was there a lot when we were doing all our renos inside and getting um, everything set up to open. He was there a lot with me. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. You need to have a support system. So that's awesome. And how's the support from the family in Ontario? Are they super supportive too? Um, Honestly, at the start, they really weren't. Um, But now they've kind of come around to it. I think they just thought that, what is she doing? Like, what is she getting herself into? And then now with our success only in just a few short months, I think they finally come around to it. And they've definitely shopped in the store quite a bit. So I've had to mail my mom quite a few products and I'll tell her, Oh, look at this. We just got in and like, okay, I want to add it to the box. And so now, now they've come around. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. are, do you do a, you got the curbside pickup and all that stuff as well going? 
We do, yeah. I find um, we haven't done too, too many curbside pickups because a lot of people still want to see what we have in store. As I try to post almost everything we have, but we just have so many different products that it's hard for people to really see what's in store. So we have done a couple. Um, yeah, I find people more just want to come in store. Yeah. Well, and yeah, because they're such original products. You got to get yeah. that look and that feel and that like... No, I completely validate that for sure. But they the usually way- spend more money too when they come in stores. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't say that I didn't either. There was like, oh no, that'd be great for a stocking. I got to pick up a few. You know, like yeah. <laughs> you went in for one gift and came up with four, so it was good. So <laughs> yeah, it usually happens. So. That's awesome. So you said that you did lots of renos for the opening. What else did you do to prepare for your opening? Really, just. A lot of research. I was on my phone constantly, just um, reaching out to vendors, talking with vendors. Um, I got to meet uh, my neighbors um, down the street from me. And actually, my one neighbor, she owns um, the framing place two doors down. We're actually from the same hometown. So that was no super awesome uh, when we found that out. So we kind of instantly became like besties, I feel. <laughs> from the same hometown. <laughs> Right? No, of course. You yeah. got that connection with someone. That makes a yeah. big difference. Yeah, especially yeah, a small town like where I'm from. It's it's kind of crazy that, wow, both of us own a store two doors down from each other in Alberta. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, you don't hear about that. That's, it really makes the yeah. world a small place. Like, that's yeah. fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, Actually, that makes me, like, give me goosebumps. If I'm not even joking. I got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about, like, anyways, that's fantastic. So what's your favorite thing about running your business? I think just kind of being my own boss. Um, you know, I get to hang out with my son more. I get to kind of make my own hours. Um, except for right now, I'm always at the store. Yeah, like I said earlier, today's my first day off, and I think over a month. Um, and I'll probably still end up going to the store after just to do work. Just because Christmas is so close, so we're so busy. Um, yeah, it's just, and then meeting the community, meeting and getting close relationships with my vendors. Um, so my vendors, actually, we are very close now. So we, you know, we would kind of hang out when we were allowed to. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, you know, we can't. So we get that little bit of hangout when they come drop off products at the store. But yeah. That's awesome. So if someone wanted to come and be a vendor, what's the process? They just come in, talk to me, um, either bring what they have or, you know, a couple pictures. I'll make sure I don't have the um, same style of products in store. I usually creep their Facebook page or Instagram, whatever they have. And then I usually do kind of talk it over with my husband and be like, well, what do you think about this? Do you think it's going to sell? And then we just go from there. Nice. Okay, for sure. So how did the process start before you had a location? Like before you came into Leduc and you found Leduc people, like what was that process like? Um, really, I think just kind of stealing vendors from our fourth Saskatchewan location. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little lot. <laughs> I, you know, and I bet you they appreciated being in more than one location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So did, um, Besides, like, did you receive some pushback from people when you started this business? Like, what exactly were your worries from the people in Ontario? Um, I think they were just worried about, um, like, the money income. Like, is it going to be successful? Because I do have a small child, who at home. Um, and my husband uh, did get laid off kind of at the start of COVID. So that was a little financial stress for us. Um, but he was able to find a different job 
and now he loves his new job. Um, he's got really good job security too, working in the healthcare system. Uh, so yeah, it was just that stress of, you know, are people even going to want to come out and support us? Like, am I going to be able to pay my rent on time? Can I even pay my vendors? So I think that was just the biggest was the financial aspect of it. If, if we would be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so what are you, what are your store hours like? Um, right now we're open seven days a week. So we're actually open. Um, my cousin slash coworker slash roommate. Um, she just opened this store about 20 minutes ago. So we're open till 11 to three uh, today. Um, tomorrow will be our last Monday open. Um, so we're 11 to five, uh, was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I think, um, Thursday, I'll do like a 10 to three type deal kind of see how busy it is. Cause it'll just be me. So, I mean, if people are still coming, I'll keep my doors open late. Not like we can go see family on Christmas Eve now. So we're just kind of going to hang out, watch some movies, probably order pizza. Nice. Um, yeah, come the new year. Um, I'm only going to be open Tuesday to Saturday, 10 to five. Nice. You're going to take yeah. some time off for yourself and enjoy some family life. I'll try, yeah. Probably <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> well, welcome to being a business owner, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's awesome. So do you like, do you have issues with staffing or like, did you, your cousin's like, no, pick me. I want to do this. Or what is, what would that, what was that like for you? No, I kind of reached out to her. She's in her first year of university. Um, she was supposed to move down to Lethbridge, but now because it's all online, she um, had to stay home. So I kind of talked to her. I was like, you know, do you want to help out? You know, make some extra cash on the side. Um, you are a university student, so it's expensive. Um, and she's like, yeah. So we got her trained. And now I can fully trust her being there by herself and not have to worry. That's awesome. I love the training process, to be fair. I've done a lot of that stuff and I I like training people. Then you get to, you know, make them or teach them your way and how you want it done. So yeah. Um, Now that some time has passed, um, like, how are you still liking it? Is there any pivots that you're going to have in your business? Um, I still really love it. You know, we do have our slow days where I do get bummed down a little bit, but then it's nice that I can, you know, just have a breath, take a breather, um, you know, do my book work and, you know, the bookkeeping of the business and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, so far it's still been really good. So what's your favorite moment so far with running your own store? Do you have a few? I think opening day will definitely be the most memorable uh, because my parents were in town because my son turned one the weekend before we opened. So my parents were in town and I can't remember, but my mom was in the kitchen. I was somewhere or I was upstairs. So it was my mom and my son on the main floor. Everybody else was upstairs getting ready. And my mom is yelling at my dad to come down. So I'm thinking my son took his first steps and I was like, why is she yelling at my dad and not me? So I go running downstairs and there was a normal line. There was a deer trapped in our backyard. <laughs> and like, so this deer was trying to hop the fence and our fence is like over six feet tall. So this poor deer wasn't able to hop our fence. It was injured in our yard. My husband and my dad go running outside to try and get this deer out of our yard because it, it just couldn't get out. So we have a gate in our fence that they had opened it. Then we're trying to get this deer out of our yard. And it's like, oh my God, like I opened the store in less than two hours. Like we can't 
go anywhere because his beer is trapped in our yard and we don't want it to like <laughs> somehow end up on our deck and like break <laughs> our patio door and get into our house with our dog and <laughs> right the most chaotic morning like and I didn't even have time to go to the bank so I had to like bum some change off of people so I was like can I have change like I couldn't go to the bank because we were late and so that was definitely the most uh memorable day I think so far is just opening day just with how chaotic it was and we even had a lineup of people waiting to come in so that was really exciting and I was really like happy and pumped up about that too how did you get the deer out though so you like did it wave sheets or like how did that like I can't (laughs) (laughs) so our backyard is really large and it's in the shape of like a capital L so my husband was kind of at the end of our deck and my dad was in the corner of our yard because it was in the back end, which we call like no man's land because nobody goes back there. So we kind of, my dad kind of chased the deer to like go towards him. And then my husband kind of like shoot it out the, um, like our um, door and our fence. So it was, it was chaotic. And then we're like, Oh my God, did the deer hit our cars? Like (laughs) it was crazy. And at this one part of the fence where it was trying to hop and get like into our driveway we're so glad it didn't because my dad's truck was right there and it was a brand new like his truck was I think a month or two old and then our neighbor's classic car was parked right beside so we're like it's a good thing he didn't jump the fence right there because it would have landed on my dad's truck on this classic car that are like extremely expensive oh my god out of all the stories to say I never would have thought about a deer in your backyard (laughs) no and like our fence is kind of ruined now from this deer and it was like it was just it was so chaotic and nobody really believes us and it's like no I promise there was a deer in our backyard like in the Leduc in the city (laughs) (laughs) that's so crazy that's what like YouTube videos are made of right there (laughs) The next day, I was like, to my husband's like, oh, we should have got like our, we have a camera in our backyard at our back door. And I said, we should have like saved the video of like the deer just so people would believe us. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that I can't yeah. say that I've in my whole life living here, I don't think I've ever heard of a deer in a backyard. Yeah. Like my parents were used to it because, yeah, like they're out in the country. So deer in the backyard is super common. And then my mom was just like, yeah, oh, look at deer. And then we're like, holy shit, a deer. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what? No kidding. Well, that's memorable. That's awesome. And then you had a lineup. And then you show up to, yes. a, to a lineup at your store. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. So did, did you find you got a lot of your first, like, where did you first market your business? Really just through Facebook. And then um, I did a little live to me a little live video with Carla once we finally you know signed the lease and we got the keys that's when we full out announced it to people that we were opening up a second location oh that's awesome that's awesome and have you like joined a couple of the associations and stuff like that or um not yet but I do and there are a couple business owners that are very close to me so they kind of keep me in the loop just because usually when their meetings are is when I'm putting my son to bed Uh. it's like kind of miss a lot of it so no totally I'm the uh, president at the PTA and that's Uh, yeah like the meetings happen at bedtime for the young kids so I get that story for sure (laughs) so um was there an uh an event or like anything that in moments that inspired you to keep on going on slow days or um I think just really like like posting, you know, maybe some different stuff on Facebook and then 
just really talking with the people that did come in and you know explain to them like you know we're a local so you're not only supporting me but you're supporting the maker too and then just yeah connecting with them having good conversations and I think those were what would really keep me going is just talking with people that's awesome right yeah. you're you're con- yeah. like your convenience store regulars yeah pretty much <laughs> I have my regulars already at the store so I know and I have some coffee regulars that go straight to the coffee and that's it. So I know um, when they're usually going to be coming soon, I'll usually hide a bag at my tail just to make sure that there's a bag for them there when they come in. Uh, Now that's customer service. That's fantastic. (laughs) Coffee regulars, I suppose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other products that you sell that produces regulars for you? Um, Definitely bath bombs. Um, are pretty popular. The candles, my candles have been really popular lately, but I did put them on sale um, just to try and get rid of my stock because I'm rebranding. So I want to bring out my new brand in the new year. Um, And then mugs. Mugs have been super popular lately. So So what are you rebranding your candles? I'm just um, changing up my label. That's all. So instead of making the labels myself, I um, ordered them online. Nice. So Mm -hmm. That's going to, as you get busier, that's going to be needed, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, what are the challenges that you're facing now? How can we support you? I think just the whole COVID thing is really a big challenge. Um, There's a couple of times, you know, the past few weeks where we thought we were going to be shut down uh, with the new regulations. Um, luckily, we were able to stay open. We do have to limit our capacity now to um, five people in store. Um, so I have had a little bit of backlash about it. People, you know, don't want to wait. They just want to come in, especially if it's a little bit chilly outside, which I mean, I don't blame them, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And I don't want to get that fine to mm-hmm. let somebody in. Um, so I think that's kind of, yeah, just our biggest is yeah, just with the restrictions, but I tell people, you know, follow our Facebook page. They can message us and we can even, if they're in Leduc, I'm even offering delivery for free in Leduc. Oh, that's um, nice. Or they can do a curbside. You know, we're going to, we're making it work. That's awesome. So, I know when, I, when we were doing our Christmas shopping, I was bringing my daughters with me and that's three. Like, I'm like, are you sure yeah. I, we can come in? Because I'm like, I took the kids out with me so we could all pick up local presents. And then you're just like, yeah. I'm over half your capacity. Yeah oops, like things you didn't think about, but are, you know, for the moment, they're reality for us. Right. So, yeah. And then I do have some moms that, you know, do have to bring the kids, but sometimes the kids are old enough, but not old enough to stay home alone quite yet. So I'm like, Oh, I can only, you know, have one or two in the store. And the moms are usually like, okay, you just wait at the window. Cause you have big windows, <laughs> wait at the window. Yeah. Don't move. So then the mom will come in and do her shopping. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a reality. That's the yeah. truth. Yeah. You got a good window display. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of things, lots of things to see. Yeah. So is there any way that we can support you? I think just coming out to um, just do some shopping, really. Um, you can, you know, share our Facebook page, share our posts, tell people about us. I mean, you really don't even have to spend money to support just, you know, giving us a shout out, um, you know, message us, say, you know, I love your stuff or just something. It's any, any little bit will help us. So do you find that social media is going to be more your point than Google? I think so. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I do get a lot of messages, uh, especially now with our Christmas boxes we have in store. I have been getting a lot of messages, um, seeing if we still have any. And then the owners actually of Nine Round and Leduc Sam and Kim, I talked to them one day and I said, hey, if you guys give us a shout out and mention their video, if they buy a Christmas box, I'll give them 5% off. And Sam was like, nope, you said that wrong. You're going to do 10% off and we're going to pay for that extra 5%. So if they come in and get a Christmas box and say our promo code nine round, they get 10% off the Christmas box. That's awesome. Yeah. They're doing like, they're blowing up. I've messaged them too. I'm like, can I get you on the podcast? Cause what they're doing is just amazing. Yes. So yeah, they, amazing. Yeah. They've been doing great things and they've definitely come into the store quite a few times um, since I opened. So I kind of knew them a little bit before, um, they're doing all this great stuff for the Duke. Not, you know, at a personal level, but I would recognize them when they come in and their cute little daughter, Mila, she'd always go up to my kid's corner and instantly just go color. And so it was great. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wait, the kid's corner and color, that's definitely a, a, a nice perk as well, right? To, to yeah. have that kind of outlet. But I really yeah. love how we're supporting each other. And it just makes me so proud to be from this community. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So what would you like to see the future of your business? More franchises or? Yeah, I mean, um, I think Carla would definitely never say no to another franchise. Um, Yeah, so we want to expand because she actually does have a location in Saskatchewan as well. But unfortunately, she is closing um, that one down next week. Um, Just is not busy enough and they're in a really small town. So, yeah, I think Carly yeah, really just wants to get her name out there in as many shops as we can. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a couple of stories about your move here from Ontario. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Thunderbay, Ontario. Um, small-ish town, about like 100,000 people. We grew up in the country. Um, so I grew up in the Dutch community. Um, I'm an only child. But I did have lots of neighbors. Um, being actually my one neighbor, we are still best friends about 20 years later. Um, we have, And she, you know, she got married as well. And she has my two nephews. And um, so it's just a really great sense of community. We'd always hang out. Um, as we got older, we started to drive. You kind of knew who was driving down the street by the sound of their truck. Um, so we did lots of, you know, lots of partying in our <laughs> and farms and you know, we call them, I don't know if they call it out here, but we had hitters back home. So you just have a big party in like a pit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that was lots of fun. Um, went to a good high school. I started uh, working hockey, junior hockey with my dad when I was 12. I'd go to the rink and help him out. And then I started um, timekeeping for our junior hockey leagues and our university and our junior B back home. And that's reality where we met our, or I met my husband is at the rink one day. Um, funny thing, I almost stepped on his face. That's how we met. <laughs> he was he was stretching, and I was to pay for a gym membership, so I would run the track, the rink before games, and I almost stepped on his face. And <laughs> he actually creeped me on Facebook later that night, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" And I recognized him. I was like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> so yeah, and then. I went to college back home, so I actually um, have a diploma in culinary management. So I went to cooking school. Um, I had a 
bunch of different jobs back home. You name it. I probably did it. I worked for a construction company. I worked at a golf course, restaurants, hockey, you name it. I, I probably did it. So I'm kind of a little jack of all trades. And then, yeah, me and my husband, uh, when we were starting to get serious, we were talking about um, me moving out here because just better opportunities out here compared to my small town. And um, yeah, we weren't even dating a year before I actually moved out here. So wow, I bet yeah, your mom and dad just loved that. Uh, my mom did not. My dad was just kind of <laughs> kind of chill about it, I guess. So my dad's just a really chill guy, and he always kind of told me, like, you know, don't date hockey players. And when I told him about, you know, my husband Nathan, when we first started talking, and I said, oh, he plays for Fort Francis, and my dad knows his coach really well. So he's, and I was saying, you know, he's a goalie, and he's like why are you getting together with a fucking goal? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so yeah. Then, um, yeah. Then we did long distance for a few months because the next season he left my league and went back to Manitoba. So I did a couple weekend trips out to Manitoba to watch him play. Um, his billet mom there who now has sadly passed away. Um, she would always let me stay at her house and she'd always feed me, which was great. And then, yeah, uh, my cousin got married, and a couple days after she got married, um, I moved out to Alberta. Oh, wow. So you saved, yeah. the, had a big celebration of the wedding, dealt with the hangover, and then moved to Alberta. Yeah, I think I moved, like, <laughs> two or three days after her wedding. So, because my husband had to get back to work, because he came out for the wedding, because we drove. Mm-hmm. I drove nice. my car and the rest of my stuff. And when I moved out here, we moved in with his dad and stepmom and little brother, so we lived there for a little bit and then a couple months later we got our own apartment and then we stayed there until we got married and right I think like oh, two weeks after we got married is when we bought our house out here in Ladoo. Oh wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So within four months we got a dog, got married, um, bought a house and I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> wow. So, you know, there's no stopping. <laughs> Our life is just go, go, go. Like we don't stop ever really. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's good. It's all about momentum. You know, like you just got to keep in motion and that's how you chase your dreams, right? If you stay still, they don't come to you. You got to chase them. So So why did you go to school for culinary, culinary management? Uh, I was actually working in a restaurant at the time um, and I really liked it. And I was actually in school the year before for social working and I kind of got kicked out of the program. Um, it was just a little too hard for me and I just couldn't do it and it wasn't what I wanted. So I was working at a restaurant at the time and I was like, Hey, like you got to go back to school or you need to like, get out. So, <laughs> yeah. so I went back to school for culinary cause I'm not a student. I hate sitting in a classroom, you know, for eight hours a day. I need to be moving. I need to do stuff all the time. And so I was like, why not culinary? Because you never have any homework. You can eat your stuff. And everything's new every day. That's awesome. Um, So culinary management, you were in the kitchen versus in the front of the house, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to cook? I think breakfast foods. Why? What's breakfast foods? I don't know. It's just, I think it's just because it's a lot easier. (laughs) You can play around more with it. Because in my one placement, um, I was at a hotel, which I used to previously work at. Um, 
and I asked to do the morning shift. So I'd be there at like six o'clock in the morning, me and this uh, one other guy, Maddie. And it was just me and him did the morning shift. And I, I always loved it. Even when I was working at the golf course, I was in the kitchen. Um, I would always do the mornings. So I loved it. That's awesome. I can't cook. I can't cook. (laughs) I put, yeah, I'm, I burn everything. There's like, I've got my kids trained about the different levels of burnt, you know, (laughs) if it's like there's burnt and then there's like, I got to flake it off burnt. Like I can't can't cook. My husband really loves me because I don't know how he handles it. (laughs) Yeah. My husband, yeah, he is, he's actually a really good cook. He um, actually made homemade calzones last night for supper when we got home from work. So I was pretty impressed until he told me the bad news that he broke my KitchenAid mis- mixer. Uh, like, okay, well, let's go out and buy me a new one. because. <laughs> <laughs> What's a calzone? It's like a, it's like a big pizza pocket, kind of. Oh, okay. So it's like yeah. a pizza and then you fold it up and then you pinch the edges? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. pretty fancy. Lots of time in the kitchen then. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you guys cook together lots? No. No. Too no, busy for that? His style. I have my style and he just gets in my way, so I just kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> so who does most of the cooking? Actually him, just because I'm working late. So I don't get home till just after five. And we always like to feed our son early just because he goes to bed at 730. Oh. Um yeah so he usually does most of the cooking actually nice Nice. do you find that some of this your college courses are transferable to what you're doing now Uh, not really no no (laughs) not at all not even the management part the book part none of it not really because it's more um like how to price out you know menu items Mm -hmm. is what we learned and that kind of costing so yeah really none of it transferred over (laughs) So when a, when a vendor comes in, then who does the pricing? Well, they actually tell me what they want to price their products at. I don't make any prices. They tell me what they want to price their products at. And that's how I entered into the system. So I'll never put anything on sale unless they tell me they want to put them on sale. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yep. That's nice. So then they come in and say, this is it. This is what I'd like to sell. You walk around the store and then that's how you, oh, yep. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So when you came to Alberta, did you get a job in the culinary arts or what was that like? No, um, it was actually hard for me to find a job at first. So that was really different for me. So I, cause I've never had issues finding a job back home. Um, so I actually got a job um, at the flower factory. So we were the kiosk inside of Costco that had the flowers. Okay. Um, I applied. She called me actually later that day. I went for a job interview a couple of days later and they hired me. So uh, that was my first job in Alberta. And that was the job I actually left. I kept it. I was part-time and went to full-time. And then that's where I went on my maternity leave from is from them. Well, that's awesome. My whole time I lived out here. So you, you really, you've always been into that, like the till job, you know, like where you come and people come up at you and like that, like, yeah, that's awesome. I can't, I can't do office work. I can't, I can't sit for eight hours a day and look at a computer all day. I, just, I can't do it. No, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you got the, who's going to come in the door and what kind of conversations are you going to have? And yeah. like, do you, do you find that you have most of your conversations at the till or like, do you walk around and mingle or how does that work for you? Most of them, yeah, are at the till. There are a couple where, you know, I'm like, oh, like, what are you looking for? And so they kind of tell me and they ask like opinions on some of the products. And 
I've pretty much bought at least something from all of my vendors in store. Um, just so I know the products, because if I'm selling them, I want to be able to give like my personal opinion on them as well. Um, so that's how, yeah, it's all to say, you know, this works great. You know, I have this, especially with um, the bubble bath we have in the store. I tell people a little bit goes such a long way. We have some and our bottles, like not even half done. And we've, I think had like 10 baths from it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, you know, for a little $15, bottle of bubble bath you're getting a lot out of it oh that's crazy mm-hmm. that's awesome and so you said your little one's a year now yeah he's a year and a half a year and a half that's awesome yeah. so is it does it just adult bubble bath or is it kids bubble bath too um it's mainly adult just because he has eczema and really sensitive skin so we haven't given it to him quite yet yes i so. get that my, yeah. my son's that way as well. So yeah, yeah, it makes bath time. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, That's awesome. So um, yeah, is there I, I'm really glad that you came on the, this podcast with us today. And I appreciate your time. And I'm hoping that people will come out and keep supporting you and coming into your store and seeing what funky new stuff that you have. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so honored that you um, came on our show today. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast is to give back, um, not only as a businesswoman, but as a mother, I want to make sure that I'm showing that um, life is about giving. So um, one of the things that we want to do with the podcast is donate some money to a charity. Is there a charity that um, touches your heart that we can donate to for this podcast? Um, I think one of the newest ones is the um, suicide education one. Um, unfortunately, our little cousin, um, well, my really my husband's little cousin, sadly passed away to suicide in September. Um, so that's kind of our big thing right now. And I even made um, a candle line in memory of him called Brady's Brownie because he loved sweets and anything pastry pretty much. So I talked with his dad and stepmom and, you know, got their permission first. And I said, where do you guys want the money to go to? Because he was a big um, soccer player in Lacombe and Red Deer. So I said, I can donate the money to, you know, the soccer team or, you know, wherever you guys want. And they picked the suicide education. Um, So that's where I'm doing it. So all the profits of my Brady's Brownie Candle are being donated to them. Um, yeah, because it plays a real big, because it kind of came a real big shock to our family when we found out, because um, Brady was, he was so happy all the time helping everybody. He was a great big brother. Um, he has, I think, three or four little siblings um, between his mom and dad. So, he, you know, he's a great big brother, great, hilarious guy. Like his sense of humor was so dry, but it was the funniest thing ever. I think my best memory of Brady was last thanksgiving my husband was at home because he just had a major hip surgery like a week before so he wasn't going anywhere so we're going to our aunt's house for dinner and he comes up to me and he's like where's nathan and i said oh he's at home like you know from his surgery i'm not bringing him out of the house he's like well that's good now at least we'll have more food to eat now because he's not here and just like (laughs) the straightest face ever i was like that yes that's so true Brady like so true so yeah so I think that is our our big one right now because I think I've sold just over 40 candles um in about three months um in Brady's honor and I got um special labels actually so 
it has a soccer ball on it and I dyed them blue because that was his team's color was a nice, um, like kind of Royal bluish. So yeah, it was all, all for Brady done. Then that's where it's going. Suicide prevention. So when you're in the store, check out, um, Brady's brownies. Yeah. I have a special display for them and a little, a little story about Brady right beside. And I mark every time we sell a candle, we mark it down. So we know how many we've sold. That's awesome. Done. That's exactly it. That's perfect. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Um, Yeah, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day today. Yes, thank you. You too, Tara. Awesome.